I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Massive week coming your way this week. Obviously, later today, we're going to have our full round 16 review, go through each and every game, give our opinions on what occurred. Obviously, a pretty grim week with a lot of blowouts. Not really too many close games to dive into. Only the two close games off the top of my head are you had the Penrith Panthers and the Eels, and then you had uh, the Cronulla Sharks and the Brisbane Broncos. I really enjoyed that game. I'm going to touch on that one quickly today. Just some of my takes uh, from the Sunday. Sunday afternoon footy, and we obviously had the Brisbane Broncos winning an unreal game against the Cronulla Sharks. So fantastic to see a spirited performance from the Brisbane Broncos. And I know that I've been talking about him for a few weeks. Obviously, I drafted him in my super coach team. I've always had really high hopes for Katoni Stakes because I know the sort of footballer he is, and he showed yesterday the sort of guy he is. An incredible performance from Katoni. Uh, had to come off after you know only playing X amount of games over the last eight months or whatever it's been. It feels like forever since we've seen Katoni. So had a little spell uh, the young fella came on. Jesse Arthurs didn't do a great, scored a try, but uh, outside of that, didn't do a fantastic job. Obviously, leaked a try through a couple of poor offloads. Katoni came back and had instant impact. I'm telling you, once this guy gets some match fitness under his belt, he is going to be a scary, scary prospect. We said that the other day, Joey Marnie, well, we actually said Joey Lolu was the best center in the game. We meant to say Joey Marnie because I'm a complete and utter dickhead, but we said that Katoni Staggs, he's the next best right center in our game, and I think you saw the other day why. Um, a little compliment to uh, Connor Tracy. I thought he marked Katoni very well. He was in some of his rampant best form yesterday afternoon, and I thought he put up a really good fight. Didn't get him every time, but good God, some of the efforts that he put on him, he's given away a heap of power, a heap of strength, a heap of speed. Uh, Connor Tracy shouldn't have even been in that fight and really held his own. I was really impressed with Connor Tracy. As I am just about every week, he plays a really impressive little footballer. So well done to Katoni Staggs. Payne Haas as well. 
massive performance. He was huge for the centre third. Then on the last play, he was there to bat that ball over the sideline to win the game for the Broncos. They were up by eight, but it's the, it, that, that's an origin play for me. That's an, that's an origin play, and we talk about these sort of plays quite often. You see from state of origin players where they take that sort of intensity and that sort of drive back to club level, and a lot of the um, a lot of the state of origin players have this week, which has been great to see. I thought Payne Haas, that was probably his best game of football I've seen him play in two years, I think, and great for him to get the result for the Brisbane Broncos. A sensational win. Very disappointing for the Cronulla Sharks. I thought the Sharks looked really strong in patches, and I think that the moment that decided the game was the moment that Tyson Gamble came up with. Now, I've always been a huge fan of this guy. I love the passion that he brings. For me, if I've got Adam Reynolds arriving there next year and they're talking about Stags playing six, this kid, he has to be in the team for me somewhere. I'd probably have him at 13. I'd just let him go and play footy. That tackle that he came up with yesterday afternoon against John Jesse Raymond was unbelievable. Uh, SJ puts, I think it was at Mulatalo through a hole, or maybe it, it was Katoa. One of the wingers through a hole, smack in the middle. He finds Sean Johnson again. He gives it back to Jesse Raymond. Raymond sort of coming over to the left side, sort of going across field, just looking for an opportunity and gamble. He sprints all the way back there. You've got to remember, Gamble defends on the right edge, so he's come all the way back there. I mean, you wouldn't hold it against Tyson Gamble at all if he's not there when they came back to that side, but he put himself in the right spot to make that shot, and he went for the ball. He tried to win this moment, and he won it, and my God, didn't he let Jesse Raymond know about it? You could tell Raymond he wasn't very happy about it, got in his face, started to blow up a little bit, but the next set, essentially the next play after that, um, Tessie knew he goes the length of the field, he scores, the Broncos go on to win that game. A fantastic moment from Tyson Gamble, incredibly impressive. That was probably the highlight of this game for me, as was the return of Tony Stagg. Sensational to see. The low light came in the first few minutes. I'm not one to bag referees, but there was a moment there where the referees, they made a decision. There was a there was a blatant forward pass that they let go that Jesse Ramian scored off in the first 10 minutes. And then they sent it upstairs. And I straight away sat there and thought, why are they bother sending this upstairs? They didn't call the blatant forward pass. So it has to be the try. They can't take it off them. Now, the thing that annoyed me in this moment was that, and it wasn't the fact the referees got it wrong. I'm completely fine with referees getting decisions wrong. I know the vast majority of you expect absolute perfection, and you'll say you don't expect perfection, but whenever there's a mistake, you blow up deluxe. There are going to be mistakes, and I am completely fine with that. I have no issue with referees making mistakes because I'm sorry to break it to you. The players that you love, they do it every single weekend, without a doubt. They do it every weekend, yeah? Referees are going to make mistakes. What I don't like is what we saw yesterday that the referees, they made a mistake, they knew they made a mistake, so they went back and they used a ruling that isn't right to make up for what they did. So they ruled that it was a knock-on. It was not a knock-on. The ball did not hit the ground. The ball was still in the air. It's a forward pass. But as we all know, you are not allowed to rule on a forward pass. Yes. It is in general play. You cannot rule on it if it goes up to the video referee, which is exactly what they did. They can disguise it as a knock-on. They can do whatever they want. They ruled on a forward pass, which you are not allowed to do. So essentially what they did, they shit the bed by allowing the try to be scored. They gave it. To then cover the shit that they just put in the bed, they shit the bed again and tried to cover it as well. Two wrongs don't make a right. Yes, they came up with the right result. I understand that, but it's not the way the game works. Because from now on, they're not going to rule on those forward passes again. That's not going to be the consistent rule from here on. And the next team it happens to, that fan base is going to blow up deluxe. And it's either now the NRL has to come out and say, hey, we messed up, we got that rule wrong, that shouldn't have happened. Which, I mean, when you look at how that game unfolded, 
If Cronulla scored there, based on how every other game goes in rugby league at the moment, I'm not sure if Brisbane can drag themselves back into that contest. It ended up with the right call, but the NRL's got to come out and say now, hey, we messed that one up. That's not how it's meant to be done. That's not how it should have been done. We cannot rule on forward passes. Or they have to wait until the next time that comes around, and then that fan base is going to go, well, hold on. You called it for for the Sharks a couple of weeks ago. Why aren't we getting it? And it's going to blow up. I think the NRL needs to come out and say, we got it wrong. It's not the way we should have gone about it. That is not the rules that we've always played. We got it wrong, and we try to make up for it by doing even more wrong. I'm really not happy about how that one played out. As I said, I don't care if referees make mistakes. Ideally, I don't want them to, but it's going to happen. You are going to miss forward passes. You're going to miss stuff. You're going to miss howlers like that. I know we all think, oh, how, how could they possibly miss that? It's going to happen. When you're refereeing a game, it is very difficult, yeah? These things do happen. Same as your players make mistakes all the time. All the time. They make mistakes all the time that more often than not weigh up to weighing to, to making up the decision of the game more than the referees do by a country mile and it isn't close. We just let the emotion of referees get to us. If you make a call, you stick by it. If you're allowed to change that decision according to the video ref and according to the rules of the game, fair play. We want to get the right result. But if it means you have to bend the rules and go against the rules to make up for the first mistake you made, that's not sweet. That cannot be happening. That is just anarchy. That is my that's my biggest low light from the weekend. You can all tell me it was it was the blowouts, and I understand that disappointing. But for me, seeing the referees do that, that was the most disappointing thing. And on top of that, you could even see in the replay that when the offload was given to Jesse Raymond, they were trying to see if there was a touch by the Brisbane Broncos' hand so they could call a knock on. There wasn't, and they just pretended like there was, essentially. They made up a rule to get themselves out of trouble, which is absolute crap. You're not allowed to do that, and we cannot see that happen in our game again. It is just wrong. Now, the second game, we saw the South Sydney Rabbitohs taking on the West Tigers. West Tigers putting out more and more of what we know. We heard Michael Maguire. Well, if you if you listen to Channel, if you're on Channel 9, which I was yesterday, Michael Maguire did an interview before the game and they said oh what do you take from last week and he sat there like a Cheshire cat and said oh, I took a lot from last week I learned a lot from the Melbourne Storm game blah 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 I've changed our defensive structures now did you watch that game against the West Tigers yesterday did you watch what South Sydney do has anyone been watching South Sydney for the last three years what do I always describe South Sydney as they are a front foot football team once they get on the front foot they are near impossible to stop You know how the West Tigers defended them yesterday? They backtracked. They backtracked. They didn't up and slide. They up, slid for a second, and backtracked. They allowed Adam Reynolds to get on the front foot. Do you know how many metres Adam Reynolds ran for in the first half? 100 metres. 100 metres for Adam Reynolds. That's normally a month for Adam Reynolds. How on earth did Michael Maguire watch that game against the Melbourne Storm, look at his calendar and say, hey... This week, we're taking on Damien Cook, Cody Walker, and Latrell Mitchell. You know what we're going to do? We're going to back off them. I'm going to put my edge out there of James Roberts and David Nofaluma, two guys that have always had defensive issues, and I'm going to get them to go up and then retreat. It's not even negative defense. It is just it is just batshit crazy. You go into negative defense when you're in trouble off broken play, when there's a quick play, you're on the back foot. They were doing it off set plays. They were defending like that off scrums. I'm sorry, I've been saying this for a long time and I've got that many South Sydney mates that tell me Mike Maguire's a defensive guru. Can we give this shit up now? Can we give it up? Conceding points left, right and centre. You watched that game yesterday. What on earth were the West Tigers doing? What on earth was that defensive structure? And then to make it even worse, he has the hide to come on before the game 
and brag, hey, I've got a new defensive structure for us. We're going to go up and then retreat the front foot football South Sydney side. How about that one? Please. Fuck, please. We, we, we can't be serious with this, can we? Please, no more Tigers fans messaging me saying he's a defensive guru. He just needs time. You had two weeks. You had a bye last week. You had two weeks coming off the worst defensive effort of your club's all-time franchise career, and that's what you come up with. You come up with, we're going to retreat against the South Sydney Rabbitohs with a, a, an edge that is absolutely woeful in defense at the best times. We're going to make life even harder for them. It is just unbelievable. I, I cannot believe how they came out in that game. And you know what? South Sydney, I mean, once again, South Sydney, were they at, I don't know, 60 70% of their best. Started off really well. Adam Reynolds steps out. They throw, a, they throw a heap of ball to the ground. They didn't execute as well as they should have. They scored a couple of tries off rebounded kicks that AJ scored. I mean, mate, this South Sydney side, they're nowhere near 100%, and they absolutely gave it to the West Tigers. Yes, the Tigers scored a couple of tries in the back end to make the scoreboard look not as bad. I'm sorry, they were not even in the same ballpark as the South Sydney Rabbitohs. It wasn't even close. A couple of sets there where they went for 20 metres. I mean, it just blows me away. And then you still got blokes carrying on like complete and utter twats. You got Joe Offengau, he comes in and belts Damien Cook. You then got him pushing Benji Marshall at the end. Did you see when Benji Marshall and Joe Offengau saw each other on the field after the game? There's Joe still carrying on like a dickhead. Benji, Benji didn't even give him the time of day. You could see Benji look at his other West Tigers teammates just sort of going, fuck, I don't know how you deal with this every day. I just, I don't, I, I don't know where to go for the West Tigers. I don't know who they who they've got next week. I don't have the draw in front of me. I'm, I'm just going to grab it up. But like, my God, you've conceded almost a hundred points in two weeks. Sydney Rabbitohs didn't even play well. Let's be perfectly honest here. The, oh, they've got a buy next week. Thank God. Okay, so this gives Michael Maguire another two weeks to try and work out what on earth he is going to do with this defensive side. They come back and they play the Brisbane Broncos, who I believe are all, have also got a bye next week. So they've got that. Yeah, they've got two weeks coming off a win to take on the West Tigers up there at Suncorp Stadium, Sunday, 4 o'clock. This Broncos team with Stags back in, with these other fellas that are firing at the moment. It's going to be very interesting to see how the West Tigers go in this one, because this one is a must-win game. There is no excuses here. Yes, they've played good teams the last two weeks, but there's no excuses here. By the way, they don't sort out their defense sooner rather than later. You know who they play the week after? Tom Trevojevic. So strap yourself in for that one, West Tigers fans, because that could be absolutely anything. He needs to get this team sorted now. He's had two games of football in three weeks. They've been blasted off the park every time. Yes, they played two of the top teams. I understand that. I get that. But to come out after a two-week spell and put on the defensive effort they put on yesterday, that was embarrassing. Good God, they're so lucky they weren't playing the Penrith Panthers or the Melbourne Storm again, because I think it would have been worse than last week. You're lucky that the South Sydney Rabbitohs can't play 80 minutes and don't know how to put someone underwater when they've got their head on, then they got their foot on their head there. It is just, it's not good at the moment. South Sydney, just going about their business as they always do. Don't play a full 80, make errors here and there. Just proving that they are one of the top teams, but they're not one of the top two teams. There's a gap between the top two teams and the next best, but... As we know, with Wayne Bennett's sides, they do taper for the end of the season. The South Sydney Rabbitohs, I have no doubt they will be up at the end of the season. One guy I want to give her up to is Tom Burgess. I thought that was one of the best games of football I've seen him play, to be honest with you. He was unreal yesterday. So well done to Tom Burgess. Michael Maguire has got some serious work to do to come up with that defensive effort after having two weeks to prepare for it. 
and have the hide to go on Channel 9 and brag about your new defensive structure absolutely blew me away. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 